Desperate times call for desperate measures. And, uh, and so I was like, all right, I guess we'll, I guess we'll have Rusty on. I've gotten some dates that way. <laughs> like, uh, ah, come on. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Actually, it was more like I just, I want to get laid, and that's my last option, and nobody else is around, so. There you go. That was my, my camera. Focus. Stay focused with me here, camera. I feel like it's blurry. Yeah, Maybe I'm blurry. I don't know. Huh? Although, side by day. side, I look like freaking Casper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I do have a nice tan going, man. That's uh that's one thing. Uh, being outside today was a beautiful day. What well, I don't know. What about New oh, York? It was I don't know, like eighty five. But we're so close to the St. Lawrence that it's persistently humid. So it's like eighty five, but the humidity is like probably eighty five percent. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot. Uh, I mean, I'm probably half a mile from Lake Michigan, so yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we get stupid humidity here too. Um, but it wasn't that bad, and there was a nice breeze all day. Some clouds floating by occasionally. Like it was, it was ideal. It's like 80, but it was, it was nice today, man. I walk five minutes, I can see the St. Lawrence. So it's constantly humid. And then, of Thanks. course, in the winter, it's freaking snow. Just snow. Yeah. Do you get... Uh, so that's the St. Lawrence River? Yep. Um, I, you know, I'm going to have to... I got to look this up because I don't know exactly. I'm close enough to smell the maple syrup from Canada. Oh, dude, Canada's just right on the other side? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow yeah, we did crazy. the fishing trip for this uh, New York chapter last year. We were right there on the river just looking across to Canada. Wow. I didn't realize you were, like, yeah, like right that there. That close. Huh. <laughs> when they say I'm, I'm right there near Canada, I'm right there near Canada. Wow. I sneeze and the Mounties arrest me for hitting them. Yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, so you're further north than me. I think. most people, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Except for Uh, maybe, like, Maine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you even got got most of Maine covered, too. Um, Because I think on the podcast, I was like, I think I said, I'm right there with you, but looking at it now, yeah, you're up there, man. Oh, well, yeah. Huh. Um, so you're going to make the drive for Oki or I can't, yeah, it's no, right. I've got uh, an appointment for my neck next month and I got a feeling it's going to be surgery right about the same time. So, uh, do so you got some disc stuff going on or I got bulging discs. I've got bone spurs, you know, it's hmm. worse shape than it was the first surgery. Um, is it from head banging or I mean, yes, like... in more ways than like just heavy metal. Okay. Um, <laughs> my son was probably like two, and I was trying to pick him up and put him into his car seat. And 
my mom had a key at the time and that's what I was putting them into. And I bent over, cracked the top of my head on the top of the car and knocked myself out. Oh, damn. And my neck was bothering me and it just did not stop. And finally I got my doctor to listen and they ran an MRI and he's like, yeah, your neck is that of a 75 year old man. Oh, the littlest things, man, you know, like, yeah, damn. That's crazy. That's unfortunate. Um, Because it seems more and more as we get older, just the, the littlest things, you know. Because um, you could do that sort of things when you were in your teens and shake it off and, and, and be fine, you know. But, yeah, once you yeah start getting older and you just look yep. the wrong way and you're laid up for a week. Used to do backyard football all the time and take nasty hits. And these guys that were farmers, like three, four times bigger than me, lay me out. And I'd get right back up, like, okay, let's go. Now it's, I roll over in bed and my back goes out. Yeah. I slept on the couch Saturday night and, and I'm still sore. I'm still sore. And I don't, I don't know, but when I roll my shoulders like this, it sounds like, just crunching, just mad crunching. And it's been like that for years and it doesn't hurt, but it's just, it's just bones, you know, like rice crispy treating back there. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I will get up in the morning and stretch like this, like in a pop right here every morning. And my wife does the same thing. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. just get used to it. Yeah. It probably feels, does it feel good? It doesn't feel me. bad. It doesn't feel good. Okay. It just it just pops, and I'm like, oh, okay, yep, there that is for the day. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what man. it is because it's, it's there's muscle right there, and that shouldn't pop, but it's yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, getting old sucks, man. It does. My mom used to say that. Wait until you get old. And I was like, I think you're exaggerating, and now it's, I think she understated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um how come I don't how come none of you guys have like a New York accent? Is that like is that like New York City? Yes. It's weird because yeah, everybody from down there says I've got a Canadian accent and I'm like I, I don't whatever, I don't know what that is. Okay, I get the a boot and you know yeah, right, that kind right. of thing, but I don't do that, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, there's there's the Long Island accent, there's the Brooklyn accent, and the, you know the city at large they've got the accent. Like some of the guys will say coffee, and I just say coffee, yeah. and it, it's yeah. really weird <laughs> the difference in the accents between areas just within the state. Especially right there on the island. Um, as soon as you said Canadian accent, I started picking it up. I started paying attention. Like, yeah, you're not sorry, you know, but um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I can hear it, you know. Um, yeah, I didn't know if it was like a New York State thing. Um, oh, it, or, it's or very city. regional. It's very okay. regional. It, it's like. Apparently up here we've got the <laughs> Canadian accent or a version of it. And then you've got the central New York, which 
it sounds like the rest of the country. And then you've got closer to the city where it starts sounding more like what you think of when you watch TV and hear the, the New York accent. Yeah, and then you've got the and, and, yeah. Um, I I mean I'm right across the lake from uh, Chicago, and a lot of um people have said that they've heard the Chicago accent on me, you know. But I, but I know a Chicago accent, you know, Chicago, yeah. you know. I don't hear it. Stuff like the Bears, but. <laughs> I lived in, in Illinois, and that's definitely an accent that you can pick out in the crowd. Yeah, where at in Illinois? Uh, Morton. It's um, about an hour from Bloomington. There's like a Bloomington in every state. <laughs> yeah, there is. Like, um, so um, mid, south, really close north. close to East Peoria. Okay, okay. It's like right off East Peoria. Okay, I gotcha. I've lived in Indiana and Michigan my whole life. Um, so I've stayed pretty much in the in the region. They call this the region. For some reason. Now, um, do they shut everything down there when you guys get a little bit of snow? Because when no. I was in... Illinois, they got like three or four inches of snow, and they were out with snow plows, and they were shutting stuff down, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? No, man. Um, no, we get that, and uh, and I'll still drive with my knee and eat tacos at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Um... I really did that this past winter, you know, like people are driving with their hazards on going like, you know, going slow, pulling over and I'm, I'm driving with my knee eating tacos and, um, don't do that kids. Uh, don't recommend doing that. Well, you could tell the people, my age. you could tell the soldiers around here because there's a military base like 40 minutes away, but you can always tell the guys that are deployed there and are from the South because the second there's snow on the ground, got their hazards on, they're doing like 20 and there's like yeah. snow and they're just like, yeah, my mom moved to Kentucky or yeah, it was Kentucky for a while. And, and she said that when they got like a dusting that, you know, that yeah, the town shut down and people freaking out and she's just like, this isn't anything, you know? Uh, good old snow, man. That's, um, I'm tired of it. Like, I love the cold, but I'm so tired of snow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's cool, you know, up to a certain limit and, and especially having to shovel and clean up after it and all that. Yeah. I remember high school, um, we had a foreign exchange student from Spain who'd never seen snow. Mm-hmm. And the first snow, he was super excited. But like a month into it, he looked me dead in the eye and he goes, I used to love the snow, but I'm so tired of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try living here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My California friends... Um, 
you know, who moved, they moved from here out there, you know, they say they miss it. And, and when they come home for the holidays, you know, they're happy and that, you know, to see and everything, but I'm sure, yeah, that joy doesn't last very long, you know, before they're sick of, sick of it again. My brother, he's the California sergeant. He, uh, he doesn't miss it. And matter of fact, we'll get, I'll get a message every winter and he'll brag about how warm it is. So then like, I'll wait for summer and I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, now how warm is it? <laughs> yeah. Because he's right there in the edge of the desert and it hits like 120 on the regulars. <laughs> yeah, is it great now that it's so warm? Yeah. And they got that dry heat too, but then also in the desert it'll get to like thirty and stuff too, won't it? Like at night it'll get like. I don't super know if cold. it does that where he's at, but yeah, they've yeah. got to have um, what do they call them? Swamp coolers. They've mm. got to actually humidify the air as they cool it down. Yeah, that's, that's a nightmare. Freaking global warming, man. I don't. I don't know. If that has anything to do with the. I don't know. Global warming. Um, did you eat dinner yet? I had pizza. A gluten-free pizza. An oh. actually good gluten-free pizza for once. You got to you gotta, um, avoid gluten? Oh, yeah. I found out the hard way. I, I, I like to cook and bake. And one of my goals was to make a sourdough bread. So I made a sourdough bread, and it was really awesome right up until I ended up in the emergency room. <laughs> That's how I found out. Uh, They're like, oh, yeah, we don't know what's wrong with you. Go see your doctor. I went to my doctor. She's like, okay, well, what were you eating? So I told her, okay, cut gluten out and see what happens. I've been fine since. Oh, what were you eating? This amazing sourdough bread that I finally got around to making, and it was so good. Yeah, don't eat that anymore. Yep. And it sucks because gluten-free bread I got to imagine if I ate out of the litter box, it would pretty much be the same texture. Uh, okay, yeah, so it's gritty. <laughs> so is gluten just like wheat based? It's wheat and rye and um, something else. That's it's not so common that it's something I've got to worry about. So it's all like definitely the wheat and, and rye. Like the which sucks because I love Rubens and gotta have rye bread for this. Man, and all that's that whole gluten thing. I mean, I feel like that's like fairly new. It seems to be. Yeah, I used to kind of scoff at it, and then my brother developed the same thing like five, six years ago. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something to it. And then it hit me, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this sucks. Yeah, it seems like so many people have to, you know, um, I have to avoid it and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, it you know, I just don't remember that. Yeah. Point. Peanut um, allergies and stuff like that. But growing up, it was never like, oh, no, gluten. Yeah, right. It's so bad that during the um, New York meetup, I had I ordered a salad from the diner here and it had croutons in it. Mm. I was like, I'll just avoid the croutons and I'll be fine. But just having them in the salad was enough to... To cause a reaction. Really? Hmm. That sucks. I, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to deal with any of that. 
I don't. I think the only thing I'm allergic to is penicillin. Um, and and that's just from when I was like a baby, you know. My so ever since then, my mom said I'm allergic to it. So, so I'm trying not to get like uh, any STDs in the meantime. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this burning, but I have to avoid penicillin. <laughs> I can't cure it, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But then I took amoxicillin, and somebody said. Well, if you took that, then you're not allergic to penicillin. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I'm not going to try, you know. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Allerg um, yeah. Are you allergic to anything? Dude, I work with this. Uh, I work with this girl. She says she's allergic to the sun. I've heard of that. She's a mail carrier. <laughs> yeah, is she is she get to drive the car or is she actually out walking? Uh her route is uh both. Ooh. Yeah, so she do it. There's so well, there's some walking. Oh, sunscreens so she looks like me. Sunscreens and hats and she always wears pants. She doesn't wear shorts. Um um you know, but yeah. And, and there's you know, she's got some other medical issues and stuff like that, but that's just like another one of them. Cause like one day I was just like, man, you are pale as I'm like super tan. And she was like, Oh yeah, I can't be in the sun. I'm like allergic to it. I'm like, I don't know. Change of profession. Maybe, you know, I'm pale, not because I'm allergic to it. I'm pale because if I go outside, I burn like a redhead. You got to get a good base burn, you know? I've, I've tried. I actually, <laughs> like, about a decade ago, I was out fishing, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to burn, and I'll get a nice tan. My dumb ass stood up. It was a man-made lake, and I stood on one side of it and didn't think to go to the other side, so I literally burned half my body, and uh, the other side stayed pale. Uh, <laughs> did, you see that, did you see that picture I shared in Patch? Uh, yes, I did. That, that yeah. dude there, oh. Yeah, um, yeah. I wore a backwards fitted hat and sunglasses. Oh, that yeah, yep. With the yeah, mm -hmm. um, the entire Cubs game in the sun, and then when I got home that night, like I took everything off, and I was just, and I had the white raccoon eyes, a white forehead, and then everything else was burnt. And um, I was I was a blackjack dealer at the time too, so. You know, people come sit down at my table, and all night long is like, you get a little sun today. You know, it's just like, shut up. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. I hope you lose it all. Yeah, <laughs> let me take all your money so you can hurry up and get off my table. That's the way it was when I was fishing at that lake. I had sunglasses on, so I had one white eye. <laughs> Half my body was white. It was horrible. Uh, some of the guys that I work with, they go and they get, uh, they fake bake leading up into the summer so they don't burn. And I just go at it, man. I just, I just burn. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Burns on the head. Those are bad. Yeah. Um, but I saved this. You know, every year, I, I, wait, where, where am I? Yeah, I saw that on the podcast. Yeah, I saved that. That is, yeah, that's pretty much about the same color I am. 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm as white as you under this t-shirt, and <laughs> you know, um, from the knees down, I'm tan, but my feet are white. Um, as that dreaded mailman tan, or as we call it around here, the farmer's tan. Farmer's tan. Yeah, I roll up my sleeves. But oh wow! Kind of yeah, that's a hell of a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I uh, damn yeah. So you had pizza, but it was gluten free. So can um, I bring some strange news to this? I got someone. It made me. I, I thought of you when I read it. Because you said you were into Bigfoot. Okay, you, go you on. Believed in Bigfoot. So these these two guys in Oklahoma went out noodling. You know what noodling is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching catfish with your bare hands? Yep. So the police aren't certain what happened. But when they arrived, one guy had drowned. And the survivor said, yep, I strangled him and drowned him in the river. So when they asked him why he did it, he said, well, he summoned Bigfoot. Bigfoot was going to kill me, so I had to kill him first. Well, the dude was under the influence of something, but he wouldn't say what it was. But that's his excuse, was the dude had summoned Bigfoot. He summoned Bigfoot. He summoned Bigfoot, so he had to kill his friend before Bigfoot killed him. And so, so apparently Bigfoot saw him kill his friend and was just like, all right, oh, you're we got cool. badass here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you're cool. I'm going to go back to being mysterious. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I hate when guys summon me out of nowhere, so thanks for that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, and the friend died? Killed him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they found him in the, uh, on, on the bed of the river. Like two miles downstream. Cause of death, Bigfoot summoning. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Mm. Yeah, I, I was watching some TikToks about Bigfoot. I think it was yesterday. And, you know, they're just like, how come they don't find any, uh, any of their bones or remains, you know, when they die? And, uh, and I got stuck in the comments for a while. You know, people are just like, you know, they bury them or, they, or they're uh, extraterrestrial or, you know, all these things. I've got a good reply for that. Why can't they find Hoffa? Dude. I mean, come on. They've had the F- or, or the guys that escaped from uh, Alcatraz decades ago. I mean, they've had the FBI looking for them. D.B. Cooper, you've had the best detectives in the country looking for them, and they couldn't find them, and you expect to find something that's supposed to live in the woods? I I know I've, like, vaguely heard the stories about, you know, all that. Um, but, uh, I mean, is there is there a chance that, like, witness protection or that they're actually working with the FBI or... If Hoffa is working with the FBI, then they're doing a really good job of covering it up because they recently announced that they think they might know where his body is. Okay. All right. Um, 
And then two, um, they had their hands in like a, a lot of construction and stuff too, right? So, I mean, I, I think, you know, putting somebody in the foundation of concrete. Yeah, that's the, the I, I think it is a, a parking garage. They think he might be, it's either a parking garage or a high capacity highway that they think he's buried Okay. In, you know, the foundation of the cement of. But for a while, oh. they thought it was Giant Stadium because there's this hump in Giant Stadium they've never been able to get rid of. So they did a, uh, like, ground-penetrating radar. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's just ground. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because I feel like, um, you know, I feel like there's a lot that the... Uh, you know, CIA, FBI, all them, you know, they're, they're just not telling us. You know what I mean? I don't but know I think, about that, Mr. FBI man that might be watching this later. I think, but that's their job, you know. I guess. Yeah. And, uh, I think if we knew everything that they know, we'd probably all go a little nuts. <clears throat> well, I'm ready to know more about aliens, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Aliens, I would love to know. Are they actually visiting? I know there are aliens. There's got to be as vast as the universe is. But are they visiting? And are they probing people? <laughs> and if they're probing people, why? Yeah, I love ancient aliens, man. It is... It's kind of... I mean... They're making a movie. There's a movie coming. An ancient aliens movie? Yeah. Or have you seen Ancient that? Nope. Movie. It's coming. Yeah. They announced it okay. last year. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I get stuck on that kind of stuff, and it's so crazy, man. Just, just all the coincidences, and, and, mm -hmm. and you know, you know, like the thing that gets me is just like how you got two. Um, pyramid type, uh, you know, temples like the Mayans, and then like some in China, you know, in Asia, and 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 they have two very similar, you know, structures, you know, and they didn't have uh, Facebook or phones back then. So. <laughs> Ancient Facebook making pyramid, <laughs> Instagram. Right, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, in Instagram. Oh yeah, I'm gonna share that on my story. Like, <laughs> Got the minds like, God damn those Egyptians. What's that doing? Yeah. And then um Yeah, and the, those structures and if they and oh, what drives yeah. me nuts is the people that go, Well, it's just a convenient way to pile rocks. There are a lot of convenient ways to pile rocks. Yeah, no, man, no. If it were so no. convenient, why didn't every culture just build pyramid? Why aren't we living in them now? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't we living in them now? I'm selling this place. I'm getting me a pyramid. Getting a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, there's a pyramid over on the west side. Yeah, it's germ. It's ancient aliens. There's a... I did just see a, a, a commercial for a movie called Nope. Um... I think it's I think it's Jordan Peterson. Is that right, Jordan Peterson? Sounds familiar. Um, 
but it's about alien abductions and stuff like that. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I think it's the same guy that made, um, what was that one? Like be quiet or was it be quiet or shut up or something like that? I don't know. Jordan. It's not Jordan Peele. Jordan Peterson. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but I did. So, uh, what's his name? Damn it. What's the blink 182 guy? Um, who's heavily involved in, um, aliens and, and UFOs and stuff like that. Um, Todd DeLong. Yep. Yeah. I went through Spotify and I found every podcast that he had been on and I was listening to him because what also helps is being able to talk about it and be understood too. you know, like, yeah, you know, if you go on and you're using big words or trying to explain something that, you know, in layman's terms, you like, you just can't understand. And it's just kind of, in one ear out the other, but like, uh, especially on Steve-O, uh, on his podcast, he, he, uh, verbalized it all very well. And you were able to understand exactly what he was doing, but there was a lot of stuff he couldn't say either. Um, he did that a lot on Joe Rogan. He's like, well, we can't, I can't talk about that. And Joe's like, why? He's like, I can't. So. Well, there's a guy who used to work for the British government who was literally in charge of investigating UFOs for them. And they've gone out of their way to discredit this guy. And it's like, well, you had him in charge of investigating UFOs, and now you want to discredit everything he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. They did that to um, Bob Lazar, too. Yeah. And wiped his records and, you know, and all that stuff. And... His story has stayed the same the whole, you know, over all these years. His story is, you know, um, which means something, you know. You would think so. Otherwise, he'd change it here and there just to make it a little more believable when people aren't believing certain aspects, but he doesn't change it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I think I'm ready for aliens. and. Um, it's got to be better than what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, and I, more and more as time goes on, I could see how we could evolve into an ET. You know, um, gender is a big issue um, or topic now, you know, to where they are genderless. Um, uh, being able to speak telepathically. You know, and then you got Elon Musk with his Eurolink where, you know, we wouldn't have to actually talk. You could just, you know, think it to one another. Um, size and weight and body and, and um, yeah, just, they're just yeah, a lot well, of things. machines doing everything, so. Yep. Now, what if uh, aliens are just us from the future? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, DeLong, 
Todd, Tom, whatever, um, he was saying that, you know, all like there's uh, uni- um, dimensions that are all parallel, you know, to one another. And um, that time isn't a thing. Oh, I don't know. I can't explain it. I, and I, I don't want to because I'm going to fuck it up. But um, but yeah, like everything like there's so much happening at one time different versions of it you know and i don't know yeah yeah is it the one where like um every decision plays out separately in a different parallel dimension yeah it's yeah yeah it's stuff like that and i think about that and i'm like that's really weird like every decision everything you could possibly do splits off into a different dimension it's like so that dump i didn't get to take i actually took it in a different dimension and my life is completely different now because of it yep yeah or you or or you died from the sourdough you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, i don't like that one or or something more positive i guess than that maybe i'm a celebrity in a different dimension yeah yeah. I don't know that I'd want to be, though. That seems like a, too much tension. Yeah, no. No, I, I, I definitely... I enjoy... Okay, so, like, I, I enjoy, like, having a big following on TikTok. Um, I don't do it um, much as, as when it all first kind of happened and, and I got all those followers and everything. I did, I did enjoy that. You know, but then, yeah, it's not like I became famous. Man. It's just people following you on an ad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, it, you do start to kind of think differently. Um, like, you have to do stuff for these people or live up to something. Um, the pressure behind it. I don't know. So, well, at least you kept it know. in perspective, unlike these people who are like, I'm an influencer now. I'm, I'm famous. I'm, I'm somebody, you know? Yeah. Quit Give me job. some free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, um, I had several companies reach out to me and I'm like, all right, cool. I can make a hundred dollars for making a video. All right. You know, so this beard comb company, you know, they're like, make a video and you can have this beard comb and, uh, or heated, brush i'm like yeah sure whatever and they send it to me and it was a piece of junk dude it was it was awful and so i made a video but i faked the video i so i had a messy beard and then i and i bust out the heated brush and i and i and i start brushing and i cut the camera and I, and I blow dried and I did my normal routine to where it looked good. Right. And then I turned, you know, cut the camera back on and I'm finishing up and I'm like, wow, this is nice. You know what I mean? And then I was just like, you know what, man? No, I'm not going to do this. You know, and I was like, yeah, you can have this fucking thing back. And what was really weird is like, and make sure you call it this, but that name wasn't anywhere on the box. <laughs> 
you know so it was just so fake you know and um boss man beard company which i already used and 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 i like their products they wanted to do some stuff and i was i was you know they sent me products to use and to use in the videos and i made a couple of videos and they just didn't they just stopped contacting me we just and i've reached out a couple times like hey what's up you know and i never i gave them the videos but they haven't used them so i don't know what the deal is with that but I, was Shit, I get a review i'm all like oh hey go check it out quick yeah i even had uh i had brandon type a comment um so i could use it up above it was like do you ever use beard balm you know and i was like actually yeah i do use you know so that was kind of fake but um but yeah i like boss man um, their beard jelly. Have you ever tried that? No, I've never even no. heard of it. Beard jelly. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> I can only explain it. Like, come. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, it's, it is, it's the consistency. It is a creamy, uh, beard oil. Okay. Um, so it's it's not thick, but it it's creamy. And um, until I can find something else to compare it to, that's the only thing that I was thinking of making something like that. But I, I think you may have just talked me out of it. No, no, because I think it gives some extra hold to it. I don't know if it's. Like, I don't know if they, like, added butter to it or something of that sort. Um, or, I don't know. But um, it's, a, it's a great product, Beard Jelly. Um, if, if you are, I'd suggest trying it, you know. Um, yeah. So, so let's Once talk it about... it never gets compared to that, I'll be, I'll be fine. Yeah. Just make sure you can compare it to something else. That's uh fair enough. Yeah. So hometown Beard and Body. Beard and Body, okay. Yep. How's that going? It's got its moments. It's been pretty yeah. slow. I I started at the wrong time. With the economy as shit as it is. So But you know, I'm going to stick it out because I've got enough people that have enjoyed it that hopefully <laughs> things straighten back out and get back to as close to normal as possible. But, yeah. You know, with the word out, people will give it a shot. Um, how many uh, fragrances since, you know, have you, have you, um, like landed on as a final as a final i have there's no limit no <laughs> i've got about 10 right now okay and i'm gonna do some that i'm dedicating to the guys in the chapter and i'm gonna rotate those out monthly and take half the profits from those cents every month and donate it locally oh nice 
because this, cool. this area is it, it's so freaking poor it needs something to help yeah well support your local shops and um and stores and and do whatever you can uh did you see go go large with um the new Brian Cranston movie where where they play the lotto? Nope. Okay, so you you mentioned um helping the community. This is a true story about a, a older couple in Michigan and he retired from Kellogg's and he kind of didn't know what he was doing with his life and, and stuff. So he started playing the lottery and he found a loophole. And if nobody hit the jackpot, then um, I forget how it went, but the odds increased. And, and, and then the more tickets you bought, you were guaranteed to win. So he did the math. He was great with numbers. And, and so he won. And then the next time he went bigger and won more. And, and just kept going and going and going. Next thing you know, he, he was using this. So he got the town involved with him. And so obviously they bought more tickets and turned the town around completely. Just from like his lottery winnings. Um yeah, I think it's go large with Marge. Um, yeah, really cool. And Brian Cranston, you can't go wrong with Brian right. Cranston. Um, oh, I want to find the name of it. Hmm. I thought I shared it on my Facebook I think it got lost, but um, Tony, I just wanted to mention that just because you you were talking about um, the community and stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I just want to give back. It's so many kids here that are just hungry and in need of basic stuff. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, are, are you gonna? Small town, medium town, big town? Uh, Average. It's average. I mean, I I wouldn't say it's a small town, but I wouldn't say it's a big town either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure the exact population. I'd have to look it up. It's really densely packed in here. Pretty much all the jobs around here seem to have shut down. Look, I know they the, the prison, one of them just shut down. So that really had a big impact. And they're constantly arguing whether or not the port's going to stay open. Is it like uh, the type of town where it's like you either you either work at the mill or you either work at the casino? Is it? I mean, is it like... Yeah, you either work at the prison or you work at Walmart or like... The grocery store. There's, you know, that's pretty much it. Okay. It's one of those where everybody knows everybody because they've all worked together. Yeah. They've all grown up together. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of how, like, uh, 
not too far away from me is you know either work at the steel mills or the casinos you know and let's yeah population i got a prison three blocks away from me oh jesus yeah it's actually where uh about ten thousand people oh okay that's yeah yeah it's pretty small i said it's small um yeah john dillinger um and some other gangsters i think al capone even too were at this prison uh al capone's house is not too far from uh from here uh it's in the shape of a gun <laughs> if you are you if serious you, yeah if you look at it from the top it's it's a gun so there's like a smaller side and a longer side and then the entrance is a little foyer for the trigger um and then there's tunnels i don't know if they still exist or not but there were tunnels that went right out to lake michigan um to the beach there you know so he could escape um in the beginning of that johnny depp movie with john dillinger the one he did i think it's called dillinger i don't know uh, that opening scene is right here indiana state prison uh johnny cash i think was here too maybe um yeah it's just it's just right there actually when we do the Oki meetup uh we're gonna have the kickball game right across the street so the weirdest thing here is the town where my dad grew up we're talking even smaller than this we're talking maybe a thousand people Mm. if that but there's a princess buried in the graveyard in the cemetery it's uh napoleon bonaparte's niece really yeah that's local yeah it's not that far my dad grew up in the town and he was always telling me yeah there's royalty buried in that cemetery and i was always and i looked it up and yeah what oh that's crazy yeah, they fled when everything started turning around for the family, and that's this is where they ended up. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think anybody famous is, you know, anybody famous, I guess, was here in the prison, or Al Capone, I guess. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's a uh, a show on Nat Geo. I, I don't know if it, it's like I almost got away with it or one of those shows. But it shows the three guys that escaped from prison here, and they ended up getting caught. But um, they escaped through the the tunnels uh, and the sewer and stuff like that. And my kids were outside playing, and they come inside and they're like, "Hey, hey, some guys escaped from the prison. So and so just saw them." You know, and we're like, "Ah, shut up, get your ass back outside." You know, and then it comes across the news, breaking news. People, you know, escape from prison. We're like, get in here, you know. <laughs> and we got a um, we got a prison nearby and a psychiatric center. So this is really one of those towns where you don't pick up hitchhikers at all. No. <laughs> no. Um Yeah. You know, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I don't think it's safe to pick up hitchhikers at all anymore. It's not safe to pick up anybody anymore. Anybody, yeah. There was yeah. a guy locally 
who stole an ambulance right out of the um, hospital property, right off the hospital property, stole it, uh, eluded police, and then not far from here, drove it through a shed and somebody's pool. They had the sirens on the whole time and like people pulled over for them. I don't know, but that would have been great. That's the way to do it. Like at least people would get out of your way. Real big, yeah. Uh, I added a little bit of Crown Royal Vanilla to my root beer. How's that? Yeah, it's good. A little like a root beer float. Yeah, yeah. It's just just a splash. Like I'm not a big drinker, but I just had a little splash. Um, I was talking to Martin, um, and, uh, you know, Scotland president, international board, we're going to do a rebel Wednesday episode. I'm going to send him some American sodas and he's going to send me some like UK sodas or sodas from over there. And we're going to drink them together on the show and try each other's. Really curious how much more sugar is in the American soda. From TikTok and seeing some of these people try ours, yeah, they're just like, whoa, it, you know, it's good, but it's so sugary. Yeah. You know? That's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if they have Rockstar Energy drinks. Um, probably A&W Root Beer. You know, so we're both going to make a list and then. I, I doubt that I've tried anything that they have over there. So, um, yeah, so we're going to do that. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Just be sure to start the episode with a disclaimer that if he gets diabetes, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you if, if your teeth rot out, if you get diabetes, um, if you crash, yeah. American um, diets are horrible. I don't know. When that happened, but man, we eat crap compared to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've already had Domino's three times this week. <laughs> um, that's what I was saying. I was telling you I ate some pizza. So they have this thing now that if you pick it up at the store and they carry it out to your car because... That's how lazy we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, as soon as it's the tracker says it's done, you click I'm here. If it takes longer than two minutes, you get a free pizza. Wow. So I showed up early. This was a couple of days ago. I showed up early. I'm sitting out there. I'm watching the tracker. It's done. Boom. I'm here. And three minutes go by. And the guy comes out and he gives it to me, compliments my beard, and then I, I I go home, and then I'm checking my email, checking my email, checking my, and then all of a sudden it popped up and it said, a slow service deserves a free pizza, so I claim that bitch, and that's what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Yeah, but you walk off all those calories the next day, so that's true. Guys like me, it's like oh, pizza, and then. <laughs> I'd sit because, you know, it's easier. Yeah. Um, 
What about corn? Can you have corn? I can eat corn. It's no gluten in corn. I have these corn. Okay, it's it's. I think it's corn, or is it rice? It tastes like a rice cake, but I think it's corn. Yeah, I've okay. seen something like that. I think, but it's a but it's like a Dorito. Okay, so so uh, I didn't want to say it's a corn chip, right? Okay, but it's but it's like a popcorn. Yep, chip. I've got those actually. I got some today. <laughs> White cheddar. Are, yes, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. get I get the party size bag, and before I know it, it's like three quarters gone. I'm like, oh well, dude. I just picked those up on a whim the other day, and. And I think that's probably healthy, healthier than. I actually lost weight snacking on those over Doritos. Yeah, I be- yeah, I believe it. Um, but those are amazing. If you haven't tried them, try those. Those are popcorners. Pop, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. That they are. And before you know it, yeah, you'll have more than half the bag gone. And- <laughs> You'll be feeling like a fat ass, even though you're not feeling full. Yep. Yeah, I was eating them in the car, and I got white cheddar all over the steering wheel. And then um, I was eating them at work, and Diesel liked them. I gave him a couple. So, yeah. Well, look, dude. I think we... Oh, this might be... This might be the longest Rebel Wednesday episode. I don't know how long I went with Ramy. I don't know. I, don't know. I watched it. I don't remember. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I'd said, I said I was going only going to do like 30, 45 minute shows. But it's easy to just, you know, you keep going. Keep talking about stuff. Yeah. So these will be however long we feel like it episodes, I, I guess. But um, um, we're gonna do one with Amber, the president of the Babes. Um, we're just trying to find the right time to do that. Uh, schedule's conflicted to get to do this one. Um, this one will be out on the thirteenth. Um, and a bunch of other people hit me up about doing them. So just uh, one of these days, if I have a bunch of time, just gonna record a bunch and and release them and. Of course, we'll always have the Sunday show, the, the Rebellious Podcast. Yeah, otherwise it'll be like, the, you got to give the people what they want. Got to give it to them. Got to give them, them. Can't disappoint the people. I can't. Can't. Um, but I'm going to get some co-hosts, too, so definitely going to do that. No more solo. No no more solo, at least for a while, I guess. Oh, I, I, I did that once. Once. Because DJ had a scheduling conflict. And I was like, I rattled on for like a half hour. I was like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it. Not two hours, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, fatherhood and facial hair, you guys are still doing that? Oh, yeah. Every Saturday or or Friday, depending on the schedule. It's usually Saturday. Friday, Saturday, and those are, those come out kind of noon? Yep, noon. Sweet. Because of the families, it's just easiest at noon. Yeah. Um, And then the... Uh, Hometown 
Bath and body. Beard, beard and body. Bath um, and body. Yes, coming to a, uh, a mall near you. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Even even just a display at a little store, you know. I Working think, on it. Yeah, I think that, that you know. That's but I've got to have an insurance of some sort to, to do it. So I'm actually looking into that. Okay. Right on. Um, do you have um, a, a Facebook or something where? I've got a Facebook. Uh, it's Hometown Beard and Body. I've got an Instagram. It's Hometown Beard. I'm more active on the Instagram than I am on the Facebook. There you go. So you guys check that out. And, um, yeah, fatherhood and facial hair and, and get you some beard products, some body products. Um, but thanks, Rusty, man. I appreciate you doing this. Enjoyed um, it. A lot of fun. And, you know, if the Rebellious Podcast needs a co-host, I'm going to hit you up, man. All right. I'll be done for that. Right on. Um, all right, guys. Stay tuned on Wednesdays for these at 8 a.m. and uh, midnight on Spotify. And then Sunday nights, the Rebellious Podcast. So on and so forth. Um, much love and respect to all you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>